Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Time now for the DenverSports.com front page. Stop what you're doing and listen. Taking a look at the top stories in Denver sports taken from your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. What in the name of Dan Issel? With today's DenverSports.com front page, here's Schlereth and Evans. Here we go. We start with Jake Shapiro at DenverSports.com writing about how the Nuggets title hopes take a, quote, brutal turn as the uh, Suns land Kevin Durant. Vegas, Vegas wise guys agree with Jake as the uh, Suns championship odds have now jumped to the point where they're the um, best odds in the uh, of all the teams coming out of the Western Conference. According to Vegas, the uh, best bet uh, to come out of the West will be now Phoenix and not Denver. Nuggets now behind Phoenix when it comes to the best odds. Mark, you uh, look at the tail of the tape now between these two teams. Does the advantage lay, lay now with Phoenix? Well, I think they've got a legitimate big four, right? In Booker and Paul and obviously Durant and uh, what's the other guy? DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. Yep. Yeah, DeAndre Aiden. So they've, they've got a legit big four, and I get that. Um so certainly, you know, I mean, certainly you got to figure out the chemistry and you got to figure out the, the, you know, the roles of each guy and all that kind of stuff, which in basketball, let's face it, we've seen other teams do this and, and have success doing it. Um, but it's just another one of those. It's just another, you know, another little, I guess, rock that sits on top of the boulder that is the, the chip that is on the shoulders of the nuggets. I mean, dude, I don't know about, I don't know about you. I, I'm pissed for them. Like, I get angry for them because, I mean, I, I, you know, I do this for a living and I'm, I'll be on a couple shows today and, you know, and not that I'll be on NBA talk, but I see it. I just see the lack of respect that the Nuggets get and it is somewhat annoying, but that's, that's kind of where we sit right now as a franchise. And, um, yeah, it certainly makes the road a lot, a lot more difficult, Mike. There's no question. Yes. Uh, when I, Confidently said the Nuggets were poised to uh, breeze through the Western Conference part of the playoffs. That was, of course, before <laughs> before this oh, trade. Jinx. I didn't yeah. jinx anything. I was going on the information that was in front of me at the time. Oh, jinx. Things have yeah. changed. Okay, I still they certainly have. I still believe the Nuggets are the best team in the West uh, because they have the best player. They they have Jamal Murray, who appears to be all the way back, and what whatever. You may want to say about his game now moving forward. He's mm-hmm. back, so I if if he has a, an off day, I know the, they're kind of keeping an eye on his other knee right now. But look, I I don't worry about the the ACL holding him back anymore. So when this guy is is a hundred percent, I'll put him right up there with Devin Booker. Absolutely, I'll put, I'll put him up there with Booker. Who wouldn't? Uh, and then you put uh, Jokic is is better than anybody else. They got Durant. Here's the thing, though. Durant, Booker, uh, there's only one basketball to play with. 
Right. There's only one basketball to play with. And you're, you've seen plenty of so-called super teams that have been put together. Big threes, big fours. Very rarely do they work out. And so give me the team that has been together. Give me the team that has formed a chemistry. Give me a team that uh, is, is very unselfish. Uh, give me a team that will still have home court advantage. And that's going to be huge because while I anticipate Phoenix is going to, to go on a run here, I don't think they overcome the Nuggets. So the Nuggets are going to finish with the best record in the West, home court throughout the course of the playoffs. Every game seven will be on the Nuggets home court where they currently have the best record, best home court record in the NBA. So let, let's not bury the Nuggets, especially with the trade deadline coming. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they add today. Yes. Let's see how they answer this. Would you agree, though, that they have to make a move? And would you? how would you describe the move that they need to make? Just a minor move? Yeah. Do they have to now make a significant move? What, what do they need like, to do? Not from a name value standpoint. I think the, the Nuggets are like the Nuggets from a chemistry standpoint. The other thing is, is you mentioned ball movement and, and does the ball stop and, and how do they operate? Man, the, the Nuggets are great from an assist standpoint. The, you know, Nikola Jokic just being able to, um, to dish and uh, like, like he can take over a game. He can score. He can, he can facilitate. He can do all those things. So from a chemistry standpoint, they've got, Great chemistry. I think it's it's more about um, your ability to play defense on a night to night basis. Your ability to have wing defenders that can lock dudes up, and and I think that to me is is probably the direction they go. So if you can find a couple of guys that can be role players, that yeah you know, can score if they are asked to, they can play eighteen minutes a night or or six minutes a night. Guys that can do that those things for you, the dirty work stuff. That's that to me would be a great counter for the Nuggets. I, I don't know who those guys are, but that's what that to me is is what you need. And by the way, I gain a lot on the text line. Well, what do the Nuggets have to give up? Uh, Bones Highland, what else? You're going to give up MPJ? Look at what's going on around the NBA. Teams, contending teams, they're going the Rams, Sean Payton, Broncos, f them picks. Uh-huh. The currency right now in the NBA for teams that know that they can't compete, they just want to hoard draft picks. They just want to accumulate first-round picks. Mm-hmm. You're looking at some teams around the NBA. You're looking at the Oklahoma Cities. Uh, Utah's doing it. Uh, Brooklyn's starting to do it, where they they really want to amass a war chest of 10, 12, 15 future first-round picks. When I say future first-round picks, we're talking about all the way out to like 2029. Some of these mm-hmm. first-round picks are get, getting dealt. Uh, NBA first-round picks are vastly overrated uh, if you're a contending team. And if you're a win, in a window to win right now, and if the Nuggets believe that they are in a championship window and there's a player out there for them to go get that they believe can counter what Phoenix did, hey, you, you, you give me Bones Highland and, and three future first-round picks in you know, 2027, 20, 28, and 29. Who cares? Right. Yeah. I mean, how many of those – how many of those – can miss first round like after the first six or seven picks it's like the NBA it's like excuse me it's like the NFL draft you know after the first 15 everybody else is a second rounder anyhow so who gives a rip after the first seven picks in the NBA draft you know that like I mean it's so hit and miss there's guys like Draymond who was I think a second rounder obviously the Joker was a second rounder Uh, yeah I'm with you like I, I don't have the same 
the draft capital. Like I, I, I look at it like I look at the NFL draft, like uh, whoop de doo. You know, there's a, there's always a few guys, and um, you never know. You never know who those guys are. Well, yeah, I'll get back to some more of the other uh, top stories at denversports.com, the denversports.com front page. But first. Um, I have Adam Schefter from ESPN on the line. He heard a rumor. Oh, great. Tell Schefter to stick his rumor up. Sunny. All right. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, joins us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. Morning, Adam. Well, good morning. What are the Nuggets going to do to keep up in this arms race? That's a great. We've been asking ourselves that all. But you, you know, you know Woj. I mean, you, can you give us any insight on on Woj? What is he work? What trade is Woj working right now? Doesn't he do all well, the yeah, trades? He, te- he texted me last night. I was at dinner. Texted me last night. He's like, "Man, I'm wound up right now. <laughs> what, what do we got?" He goes, "I'm waiting on this Durant deal." I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> so you know, we do that a lot. You know, we'll communicate with each other. You know, and during anxious, stressful times. You know, know, there aren't many people who can understand exactly what, you know, what you go through in a situation like that. And uh, he does with me and I do with him. And and, uh, I love the guy and love talking to him in times like that. And, you know, I was sitting at dinner last night and I get the text. He's like, man, I'm waiting on this thing. I'm like, oh, my God, what a big one that is. What's he waiting on for Denver? Has he told you what he's waiting on for Denver? Yeah, come on, Adam. Break some news. I I can text him right now, but I'm looking at him all with Stephen A. Smith. I don't think he's going to respond as we're doing this radio interview. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I see you looking at your phone all the time when you're on TV. So (laughs) why not Woj? You know what? I'm not going to text him on deadline day. That would be like him texting me on the first day of free agency. If he texts me, of course, I will engage. But on a day like this, I'm going to leave him alone and let him do his thing. Adam, did you get a chance to watch Sean Payton's introductory press conference? And what observations did you come away with? I I didn't get to watch the whole thing, unfortunately. Uh, I was at, what was that, was Monday Super Bowl opening night kind of thing. And um, uh, so I've seen clips. I've read some. And to me, you know, he's such a... Uh, experienced, polished guy. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. And he's what they need, to be perfectly frank. You know, he's going to come in there, and as that one clip that went viral about, you know, him talking about Russell's coach, um, he's just going to change the culture. He's going to do it his way, a way that he knows works. He's going to change the way things are done there. You know, last year, one of the problems they had on, on that staff, a big problem was that they didn't have a lot of experienced coaches. And I know that, you know, Nathaniel Heck came in, he had a great, great coach and Mike Munchak. And they opted to go with a first year offensive line coach. And, and that's, you know, a really tough, important position as think knows better than anybody. And they just didn't have experience where it matters. I don't think that Sean Payton's going to make that mistake. He's going to have people where he needs them, with the right experience, with his experience, and I think it's going to work out well for him in the organization. Yeah, I think we all are on the same page there. Uh, you covered the you covered the Pro Bowl, right? What'd you think of the new format? The uh, the uh, uh, the flight football game and and all that went on out there at, uh, in uh, Vegas for the Pro Bowl. Let me say this um, before I get into what I think. I think the league thinks that it was great. Okay? 
And the league is going to work off that and build upon that. And that's going to be the format, something like that next year. You know, they might add this or take away that or change this and change that, but that's what they're going to do next year. And they were very happy. You know, I think there were I think there were six million people that watched it, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. the ratings were down six percent over what they were last year for, if you want to call it a Pro Bowl game. And last year, I remember sitting there at the game, if you want to call it that again, and thinking, "What well, they, they can't do this again? They, they just so if it's not going to be like a serious game, you might as well kind of make fun of it and have fun with it and make it like a flag football game." And that's kind of what they did. I still don't know if they have the absolute right formula figured out for it. You know, I still loved, you know, I love when there's no why people go over there after the Super Bowl and it was like everybody geeking. But I'm not, of course, I'm not playing. My body's not tired from all year. Um, so it's easy for me to say that. But I think that they feel like they hit on something here that they're going to try to work off of and build upon for next year. Was this really Russell Wilson's idea? I mean, would this have happened if Russ doesn't, Make that phone call to Roger Goodell? I don't know. It, it, it's a good question. Um, I didn't know that until yesterday either. But, I mean, clearly the commissioner cited that during his State of the Union. He said, you know, Russell Wilson called him Tuesday after the Pro Bowl. You know, like I said, I sat there last year. I said, they, they, they just can't do this again. You know, whatever they do, they can't do this. And the league knew that. And Russell suggested the flag football game. And I can tell you this, that by and large, the players enjoyed themselves. They liked it. You know, you're, just, you're still hanging around with everybody. You're doing some fun stuff. They were in Vegas for the week. I think if you surveyed the players, that by and large, they would tell you that they, they enjoyed being around each other and they enjoyed the week for what it was. So uh, you're in Phoenix covering the Super yep. Bowl right now. Um and Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant yeah. and, Kev- yep. and Kevin yes. and Kevin Durant. So it just as we as we kind of push forward to the Super Bowl, like you've been around these two teams. What's just your overall takeaway and and what's your thoughts on on this game in general? Well, you know, I'm going to go back to Vegas, and I don't know that this means anything, but I know that it stayed with me. You know, I was with, I was out to dinner with some guys on Saturday night. One of the guys is like a professional gambler, like. I had met him that night and talking about the Eagles. What do you think of the game? And I go, uh, you know, we'll see. I go, what do you think? And he goes, guy starts laughing like he, you know, like the cat who ate the canary. He's like, everybody's betting Eagles. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm putting everything on the Chiefs. And I was like, wow. Like, this guy was supremely confident. I'm not much of a predictor. Like, I don't get into that kind of thing. Uh, although I will say that during this postseason, uh, um, many of my instincts on these games have been accurate. And it, it, it reminds me a little bit of the AFC Championship game where everybody was on Cincinnati, on Cincinnati. And and I initially thought, well, Cincinnati, I'm like, what? They're not going to Kansas City and winning there again. They're not going in there again. Um, and here it feels like everybody's on Philadelphia again. And, and who is the most decorated coach in this game? Andy Reid. And as great as Jalen Hurts is, and as bright as his future is, who's the best quarterback in this game? Well, probably Patrick Mahomes. So everybody seems to be picking against the best coach and the best quarterback. And I don't know. I, I think the Dane, the Chiefs, as I as I sit back and look at this, I just think they're dangerous in this spot. 
By the way, Adam, uh, Mark and I have done enough work with uh, with with gambling folks, uh, sports book sites that you had dinner with a, a sharp. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the the sharps. The sharps like uh, Kansas City. The sharps. I, oh, is that right? I, I don't even know how the that, sharps. sharps or sharks, the sharps, the whales, the, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, um, and so <laughs> it, 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 this guy seemed like re- he was really confident, and that maybe just been his guy. It's the first time I ever met him in my life. I never, you know, but boy, he uh, was confident in the Chiefs. Adam, back to uh, Russell Wilson, and uh, you're aware of the. Uh, Report the story that, that comes out about his charity organization giving less than 25% of the proceeds uh, to actual charities, the rest going to administrative costs and such. Uh, how you, 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 you and I, we've talked about Russell Wilson all year long and, and how he comes across. As somebody that covers sports, what kind of tone does Russell Wilson need to convey as he explains this? Well, I, I, first of all, it's the first I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen the story. Haven't read the story. Where, where did this so? Show there's up? a so a USA Today did a story on Walter Payton Award winners and and their charitable work, and oh. they focused on on Russell Wilson. And it came to light that uh, of all the proceeds that are raised by the charity, some twenty three, twenty four percent actually go to charities. Hmm. Uh, well, listen. I, I can't speak to that because I don't know anything about it and haven't seen the story. All I could say is when you ask about the tone that Russell Wilson needs to strike, I, I can just tell you that I think he knows how important this season is to his career, his legacy, his future, uh, whether he'll continue playing in Denver. There's a lot on the line for him. I think he knows that. I, I think it's one of the central reasons that he was as happy as he was that the Broncos hired Sean Payton. And as I told you, he was ecstatic about that. That was the guy that he wanted. Um, He needs to get back to playing like Russell Wilson. And I think that he believes that Sean Payton will give him a chance to do that. The charity stuff, I mean, if that's true, that's that's not a good look. Uh, But I, I can't speak to that. I don't know anything about it. All right. Hey, Adam, man, we appreciate you, buddy. Hope to uh, see you. I just got to Phoenix last night, so I hope to see you around sometime. But um, hey, if you know, not. You know what happened yesterday, Stink? I was walking up the set, and uh, I see this guy, like, motioning to me. I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Who's this? And I walk over, and it was Greg Cragen, the former Broncos really? defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, went over, and it's funny, because I got to Denver in 1990 uh, and started covering the Broncos, and he was... Always a really nice, polite, professional kind of guy, and he was a really good player. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think your paths ever crossed with him, right? I played against him uh, a couple times. I played against him my rookie year when Denver came to to Washington. I also played yeah. against him a couple times when he was with the Carolina Panthers. A small, undersized guy who who had a great. I mean, he was a really good player. But I yeah. remember he was talking to me just. He, what a nice guy. And uh, he, he was just curious. He's like, man, where, where did you get there? And how, where did you come from? Like, he was curious. And uh, what a nice guy. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's fun. I always get a kick out of seeing anybody from our past in those days. Like, I'm sure if you have any of your Washington or Denver connections, it's always neat to yeah. see somebody that uh, you knew at some point in your career like that and hadn't seen in 
20, uh, 30 years probably. So that, that was kind of neat. Actually, Adam, I got one more. As you were talking, yeah. it just popped into my mind because you literally wrote the book on uh, Mike Shanahan. And uh, I, I picked up on a, a distinctive Mike Shanahan type vibe listening to Sean Payton the other day. Do you, knowing Mike as well as you do and knowing Payton as well as you do, do you see some similarities there? Well, two Eastern Illinois guys. and, and they, Beyond that, yeah, the obvious one, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I think they're, I mean, they're different kind of guys, but they want things done their way. They know what works and what doesn't work. They're not going to stand for anything less than what they believe is the right thing. And, and, again, that gets back to what we're saying right at the outset, like, that's what Denver needed and what it was looking for. And so, you know, Sean Payton had dinner at Shanahan's his first night in town. Uh, I think he took a picture maybe and sent it to Mike. Yes. And and so, you know, I, I think that those guys are going to get along pretty well here. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think Mike comes around all that much. But, you know, I think Sean will be more welcoming to him. Not that, not that the thing like it wasn't, but... Like, if Mike Shanahan were in my town and he lived near the building, like, Mike, come on out whenever you want. I mean, you have a resource right there. Why would you not use that? Um, and and Sean is so smart, and, and Mike is the same way. Yeah, two similar guys and the success. They, look, there are many people that have won Super Bowls. You know, Mike has and Sean has. So there you go. Great stuff. Adam, appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, joining us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. And uh, I want to piggyback on what he just had to talk about, the idea that uh, are we overlooking the Chiefs? Are the, do the Chiefs have the Eagles right where they want them? Oh, just set a shiver down my spine. That's next. You're going to need a bigger potion. It's time for Schlereth and Evans' big story of the day. Why is this that you're so... You're so big. Here's Slareth and Evans with this morning's biggest story in Denver sports. Big, 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 huge. Mark, you know how we uh, talk about having your dauber down? Oh, yeah. Boy, our program director, Raj Sharon, who is a huge Nuggets fan. Oh. His dauber is down. Down now. This is this is arguably the biggest Nuggets fan I know. Right, Raj. Right. How are you feeling right now with the news that Kevin Durant is going to the Suns? Not good. Not good, Michael. Hmm. It's not. It wasn't a good morning for me. Why don't you share with me the words that you said when you came in here? Well, I'm wearing my uh, 2008 Nuggets jersey, and I said I'm afraid this is still going to be the deepest Nuggets team in my lifetime. Oh. I believe you said. It's over. <laughs> it's over. You did. You, you said, said it's, it's over. over. No, I even went more panicked than you. Again, but see, I'm a, I'm You're a, a real fatalistic Nuggets yes, fan. Yes, because the team's been terrible most of my I life. I get that. I respect I'm scared that. of the Lakers now if they win the oh, playoff tournament with my the God. new Lakers Dude, score. dude, dude. Listen, take it from somebody who grew up a lifelong Red Sox fan. Nobody is more fatalistic than than former Red Sox okay, fans. Okay, what was the Celtic but fan? But they finally won. I'm talking about the fatalistic. Red. They finally broke through. It can, it, it can and will happen happen don't panic it's over we are screwed i'm gonna yeah. use i'm gonna use a boxing Michael analogy Scott's right. i'm gonna use a boxing analogy nuggets fans last night you took one right to the jaw 
You got staggered. You got you got you got pushed back on your feet a little bit, but you didn't get knocked out. You didn't get knocked out. I love the patronizing tone. I do respect. I'm not patronizing you, Raj. Let me ask you a question. Yes, uh, because Mike mentioned uh, the Toronto player Obi Wan Kenobi. (laughs) What if we can go trade for Obi Wan Kenobi? Then, then would you feel better about the Nuggets' chances? OG and a newbie. I know. Oh yeah, perhaps that guy too. Perhaps both of those guys. Perhaps I'm just. Guys, I've followed this team for so long. I, and I think a younger generation that maybe joined in when the team's already been good just doesn't know. You weren't there for the three years. What was it? Three out of four seasons when they were in the tens in the win totals. I was there for those. I'm scarred, Michael. Dude. I'm scarred. You, you've, got a, you've got the best player in basketball. you got Jamal Murray who's back. He's back to his, his pre-ACL form. We're back. You've got Aaron Gordon. Thanks, you, you've got yourself a big three. Michael Porter Jr. is the wild card, but we know what he's he's capable of on any given night. You got you got better depth than Phoenix has right now, and you have home I feel court. Like I'm back you in, have home court. I feel like I'm back in college. Like after like the eighth girl rejected me, and my roommates like building me up with all these things that are really wow. good about me. Oof. Stank, fatalistic hey, Nuggets fan next to me Raj. here. Fatalistic good enough. You're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you, Raj. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate yeah. it, Stink. Seriously, he came good. walking in here with just his head down. Devastating. Kinda, huh? He was just kind of sloughing along and head down and yeah. just yeah. feeling Michael's like, like He's like, I'm going to talk about you, but I'll use like a pseudo name. I was going to protect you, but you, own you're it. owning it. I'll own it. It's over. He said, quote, it's over. It's over. It, it's never over till it's over. Come on. What is that Come from on. the 80s? The Nuggets are still something like Mark, that. Mark, you missed your line. You're supposed to say, I think it's the 70s. It's for I think, okay, everything for me is the 80s or the 70s, but it's not. I mean, okay, so they, they get Durant. Don't we still have the better team? I think in terms of chemistry, we sure. have the, we, we, we should have the better team. We, Mike, I'll give you this. You made a good point. We've seen enough of these little super team yes. things fall apart. Mm-hmm. Durant, Westbrook. Harden didn't work. Uh, You're making me feel better, Mike. Durant and Kyrie did not work. Kawhi and Paul George have not worked. Uh, LeBron and AD worked in the bubble, but hasn't worked since. I, I just, I just, think, I think there's still more evidence that the teams that are put together a little bit more organically tend to be the ones that you can kind of rely on more. That's all. I appreciate you trying to cheer me up. Wow, today. Yeah. listen to his voice. He's so down. It's, it's sad. I can't sad believe I'm fun. pumping you up when it comes to the Nuggets. This yeah, is it's going to be okay, little shaver. Yeah, come on. We're going to be all right. right. We're going to be all right. Sad. It's going to be all right. Thanks, We're going to make a big move. We're going to make a big move. That's true. We, we have until 1 o'clock yeah, today. Until 1 o'clock. We yeah. still have till 1 o'clock have today. Have time. Have time. There's time. Come on. Come on. Be, be, be encouraging. Come on. Man, you are times. down. W. Yeah. Go Tonight on. it didn't happen. No, Office nice. and cry now. All right, Raj. Here he goes. Seriously, he's got like this, yeah. uh, he's got a real Eeyore vibe about him. Look, at he's just kind of, he's yeah. slumping out. Just slinking he, he, off. Yeah, not even slinking. Slinking <laughs> is like you're just kind of like, ooh, what did I do type thing. You know, this is just more like, he's just sad. Poor guy. He's just. Wearing it's, 
the weight of Nuggets Nation on them. It's going to be okay. I believe that it's going to be okay. It's going to be a-okay, Mike. Yeah, let's let's not panic. You you know what? Chemistry does matter. Mm. And yeah, there's it's there's science. there's a lot of talent. We I've seen super teams be put together before. Okay, we the Avalanche rolled over an Edmonton team in the playoffs last year that had uh, McDavid and Drysital, two of the best, maybe five players in hockey, best duo in hockey, mm. and the Avalanche swept them. Right. Why? Better overall team, better depth, better chemistry, all that stuff. So, Soderbergh. <laughs> no, no Soderbergh. Yeah. Can you imagine if Soderbergh was part of that? Oh, my gosh. No. The, it, the fact that they overcame the loss of Soderbergh is what's remarkable. Huge. Look, I'm not blowing off what Phoenix did. I'm not blowing it off. It It is definitely the, the road just got a lot harder, but I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, no, I don't either. And plus, like you've said, you are going to have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you'll get all the game sevens. I, I, yeah, it's it, it just became, like you said, much more challenging. But do I look at that like, oh, it's time to fold up the tent like Raj? No, no, not at all. Let's you still run. have the best player in the NBA. You still have who's going to be the three-time MVP. And you have a Kevin Durant that, let's face it, he wasn't the he wasn't the focal to me he wasn't the focal point when he won championships in Golden State. He came in and played a role. Are you expecting him to be the guy in Phoenix? That's a good point. That's a good point. No, that that is a great point because you go to Golden State, you already know who the alphas are, right? Right. You go to Phoenix, does he immediately think of himself as the alpha? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Does he Does he look and say, I have to defer my game to Devin Booker? You know who I am. Yeah. Does he have to defer his game to Chris Paul? So, you know, De- DeAndre Ayton has already been uh, un- un- unhappy with his, his contract status as it is. Is he going to be happy being the fourth Option now on this team? Is he going to do the complete buy-in for a guy who's looking to get paid? Right. And then what about what about time? What if he starts? What if all of a sudden his minutes get limited? You know, and they go, uh, they 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 start playing. Um, you know, they start playing smaller, kind of kind of like the the Golden State Warriors always do. You know, they get you small and they run and they, like I don't know. I mean, I it just the chemistry is important, man, and and. Team chemistry and, and playing for one another and having that kind of excitement that we've seen through the Nuggets with the Nuggets all season long and and how um, we watch somebody get a dish or we watch the backups come off the bench and and play and everybody gets so excited when they hit one or break one like that to me that stuff is important. It's really important. Uh, Texter says the importance of star players in the NBA playoffs is far greater than in the NHL. No comparison. Mm. I don't know about that. Uh, again, look at the, some of these super teams, super duos, super big threes that have been formed over the last decade. Mm-hmm. Not not in overly impressive returns when you're when you're talking about championships and 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 NBA final appearances. You're you're still looking at 
yeah, Golden State has has been the standard bearer, but they were built organically and they added right um, a Kevin Durant who understood his role and 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 played it perfectly. And and by the way, they went on to win a championship without him. Without him. So let's let's just see. I'm. It is definitely a shot across the Nuggets' bow. Okay, I I get it, and it's it's not. The Nuggets' path to the NBA championship or the NBA finals got a lot harder. I'm not denying that. But there's about 25 games left in the season. Phoenix Suns have 25 games to form roles, form chemistry, uh, understand who's going to you know, be taking the last shot, all those mm-hmm. kind of things. These are things that the Nuggets already know. They're already comfortable in their own skin. Right. Um, let's, let, let's see how the Suns put this all together. They're dangerous. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. They're dangerous now, but let's not let's not say that they're unbeatable, which will be the narrative around uh, the, the national talk about the NBA that it's now uh, is Phoenix and then whoever comes out of the East. So, all right, coming up next, uh, what do we need to see from the Avalanche tonight to feel confident about them moving forward? And what do we expect from Russell Wilson, if anything, today? In light of the report, scathing, damaging report about his charity and his foundation. That's coming up next. Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Billy and KC, Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. Sorry, I was trying to talk Raj down. You okay? He's. I think. I think we're working on it. Like, yeah. Hey, Chris Paul's thirty-eight. Devin right. Booker's been hurt all year. He's he's got a hamstring that could pop. Pop goes KJ Hamler. You know, is easy. We we know hamstrings around here. Oh, right? Yeah. We There's, know yeah. hamstrings. There's nobody knows hamstrings <laughs> like the Denver Broncos know hamstrings. Right? Denver sports fan knows hamstrings and yeah. knows how. Uh, precarious those can be. And Devin Did Booker's... Consider failure experience? Devin Booker's got one of those. Kevin Durant. Uh, remember, he, he was in the middle of a, a championship series and pop goes his Achilles. And um, DeAndre Aiden, by the way, I, I need to... Uh, he did get paid. He's 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 been taken care of. So he's although he by NBA standards he's kind of underpaid still, but he he got paid. Uh, but he's going to be taking a reduced role. Uh, definitely going to be behind Booker, behind Durant. I let let's not let's not overly panic. Now on the subject of panicking, I'm not there with the Avalanche, but mm-hmm. I am looking for cer- a certain something tonight. And, and here's what it is. The one, the deal I have made with the Avalanche, this is my own personal deal I've made with the Avalanche. Look, you do not have to wow me during the regular season. I'm not expecting you to. I know it's a long grind. I just expect you to be able to flip the switch when you need to. Get into the playoffs. I don't care where you're seated. And then go take care of business moving on from that point. But the one part of this deal that I expect from the Avalanche is every once in a while during the season, I need you to give me a glimpse of who you are and that it's still there. I like it. I and like tonight's it. one of those games. I need it, it whether it's it, it's tonight and it's Tuesday against Tampa in the rematch. These two games, I, I need to come away with these two games that, okay, they're still there. No, no matter what we see, mm-hmm. it's still there. And we can trust it. 
I like is that it. a fair deal? Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's completely fair, and I, I think that's this is one of those games where you want to see the real Avalanche step up. And let's face it, man, this is against Tampa, and ultimately, what do we know? I mean, Tampa's been to what three Stanley Cup Finals in a row. Um, they are, I mean, they are the gold standard. And how do you match up? And can can you if you if you end up meeting them in the Stanley Cup Finals again, do you have something to draw on? Do you have do you have something during the regular season that says, yeah, we we are that team, we are them? You know, I mean that that to me is a, an important aspect of the just the psychology of sports in general. And I do trust this team and the way that they handled the the bottoming out loss to the Blackhawks, and then they had the team meeting, and what did they do right away? They won, uh, what was it, seven in a row, and they went seven or six in a row, seven of their last eight going into the All-Star break. And that that told me there that this team still understands that when push comes to shove, they know how to react. And so I'm okay with the kinds of performances that we got the other day when they blew the late lead to Pittsburgh and instead of a team like last year's Avalanche team that I know ends up winning that game 3 nothing instead of losing it 2-1 to one in overtime, they end up having to settle for an overtime point, an OTL. Mm-hmm. I- I'm okay with these kind of performances throughout the season as long as I still see some examples that the real Avalanche are still in there. And it's uh, it's games like tonight that, that I, I think it's important that we see that. No, I agree with you. Like the, these are those these are those measuring stick games, and you know every 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 franchise has them. Every 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 season has these kind of games that they they don't make or break your season, but they do they do something for you from a confidence standpoint and just from a you know we can turn it on when we need to turn it on. And I'm fully expecting to see the Avalanche do that. I'm fully expecting to see them turn it on. And do something special tonight. So that that to me is a good thing. We're we're in a good spot, and we'll see exactly how it goes, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. But I think it's a good thing, Mike. Do you think we hear anything from Russell Wilson today? Russell no. Wilson today, not his foundation, not uh, some statement that was written by some PR flack. Will we hear something from Russell Wilson today? I doubt it. I think the I think they are. You know, strategizing, and the first strategy was for the Russell Wilson Foundation to, you know, to put some, you know, put some PR spin out there about how great the organization is and all the wonderful things they've done, and they've done a lot of wonderful things. There's no question about that. But I think we'll let that die down a little bit. We'll see that die down a little bit, and I don't know exactly when he'll address it. Um, I would imagine they'll address it, but you know, probably Friday, late Friday afternoon. Like tomorrow afternoon, isn't that oh, when you do the, the news dreaded dump? news dump? Right. Oh, don't do it on a Friday. Don't drop a statement Friday afternoon at like five thirty. Oh, that'd be that'd be weak. Oh, that's a, that's the time to do it. Just come out, use your many social media platforms. You know, instead of doing the video of getting into the uh, the, the the Bentley. Uh huh. Do a video where you speak from the heart. Post it. Hi, this is, hey, hey everyone, it's it's Russ. I want to address uh, the story out there about our charity foundation. Right. Let me speak to you about it. 
And speak, from, and be, speak from the heart, please. Right. Without a prepared, hey, one thing we've one thing we've learned, haven't we? With all the press conferences, and we were wild with the uh, the opening press conference, and we get. But when he's asked something that he hasn't prepared for, when he like he doesn't answer it well. When he's unprepared and he starts kind of stammering and stumbling around, and I don't want to answer that question. Like this would be a great opportunity for him to be a human. Um, I just don't know that we're going to get that, Mike. You know, this will be the one time that complete social media radio silence, if you will, will will happen. Right? We won't hear anything for a while. Um, but he does have an opportunity to humanize himself, to apologize for whatever wrongdoing went up, went on, and and to make it right. But see, this is a this is a huge deal for him because one thing that we've talked about with him from the football side of things, right? Uh-huh. From the football side of things is that this is a crucial crossroads in his career in that he needs to acknowledge where he's at. Right. Where he was and what he's fallen to and what he needs to do to get back. And we've acknowledged that from the football standpoint, he needs to there needs to be more uh, authenticity to mm-hmm. him moving mm-hmm. forward, right? And that one of the reasons why we love the arrival of Sean Payton is because Sean Payton is going to demand that he be more authentic. Right. And so this is kind of the first test, in my opinion, to see if he's up to that because this is, this, in all honesty, is, is, is much more important than his football authenticity. This is his, this is his image. This is who he is. This is his core. This is his character that is in now in question. So he has to be able to show authenticity here. If he can't do it here. Right. Then it's a lost cause. It's a lost right? cause, right? Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you. You've got to be able to do that here and you've got to be. Again, all the things that you have been criticized for, and and rightfully so, you've been criticized rightfully so. I didn't, but you've got an opportunity. You've got, to me, you've got an opportunity to do some things that um, that I just like. I think you've got to take advantage of this opportunity and to you know to be able to be able to kind of again humanize yourself, become real, become tangible, become touchable, like. All the things that you've done that have have lacked, um, you know, lacked uh, awareness. You know, you've been tone deaf. You can you can rectify all those things with one fell swoop. Look, I don't think he's malicious. I don't I don't think that he uh, went out of his way to say, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get all this money and let's only give out twenty three percent of it to charities. I think that it was a case mm-hmm. where. Things were mismanaged. Uh, he would not be the first athlete or celebrity uh, to put his uh, business interest or trust in, in other people to run it and it not be run well or be run to the point where uh, many athletes, many celebrities have lost their fortune uh, right. because of some of the people that they, they had making decisions for them. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that this was not done intentionally. Uh, but right now, all I'm doing is giving him the benefit of the doubt because that's all I have and everybody else has to go on. We are just making our our opinions of this, whether or not we want to condemn him or give him the benefit of the doubt based on uh, there's nothing to go on because he hasn't come out and said anything. So that's why him coming out and, and making some sort of statement, hopefully sooner rather than later, and, and doing it authentically 
is 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 something that he has to do. He absolutely has to do it at this moment. We shall see. Mark, enjoy yourself in uh, Phoenix. You gonna be doing the uh, the rounds on Radio Row later today? Um, no, I I'm actually, got TV stuff. I got or? TV stuff. So and, and the sets are actually at the uh, you know at the it's about a half hour forty minutes away over at the uh, stadium, State Farm Stadium. All right, so real quick, we got to get out of here. But can uh, when do you know when people can uh, see you today on FS One? Um. Yeah. Well, I'm. I know I'm doing first things first. I'm scheduled to do that. I don't know what else I'm scheduled to do. Um. I'm going to do some digital stuff, and so anyhow, uh, this afternoon sometime. All right. Time. Look for Mark yeah. Schlereth at a <laughs> uh, on a media platform coming to you. Uh, get out of the hot box. Uh, try to get the smell of Fritos yeah. out of your nostrils, and have a great day. We'll talk to We're you tomorrow. Have to hang one of those uh, car fresheners in here <laughs> in this room and put a hazardous "Do Not Enter" sign on this room. All right, we got the Players Club coming right. up next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.